Folks, right in the middle of the Christmas octave, the church gives to us this great feast of the Holy Family, because it's through the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, that we're actually here today. Without the Holy Family, we're not redeemed. Without the Holy Family, we don't even have Christ Mass, the Mass that, that Christ comes to us at. I'm going to mention a few things about, um, about the Holy Family, and then I'll go into a few other points. And then lastly, uh, an old homily that I usually give at every wedding that I do. So first of all, the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, they had many struggles in their family, just like we do. Though their struggles were maybe a bit different, they had the struggles of, you know, the dynamics of where they lived, having to travel, the difficulty of Herod trying to kill Jesus, those things. Uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, however, within all of their struggles, did something that all of us are called to do, and that's namely this, to be completely aware of God's presence within those struggles. The more we're aware of God's presence within our struggles, the more we're able to grow in faith, and the more we're able to actually make it through, through the difficulties that we're facing. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are called the 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 splendor, or the uh, the opening prayer spoke about them as the the uh, shining example for all of us. So, keeping them in mind as I give this homily. Let's pray for the grace that we may truly live up to what God has called us and makes us capable of in the sacraments. Married couples, young and old, thank you for being bold enough so many years ago to get married. As you know by now, marriage has its trials, blessings, difficulties, and joyful times. For those of you with children... Thank you for raising them in the Catholic faith, for making your house a house of God. Husbands and wives, thank you for praying together. By praying for each other and praying with each other, you are strengthening your faith and that of your family. Parents, thank you for disciplining your children, for being firm when you need to be firm, for being gentle when you need to be gentle. Undisciplined children find it very difficult to integrate into society. Children, thank you for the many times you've obeyed your parents. By obeying your parents, you are obeying God and learning how to remain obedient to God as an adult. Children, thank you for honoring your parents even when they are old. Children, thank you for loving your siblings. The more respect you have for your brothers and sisters, the more you will have for other adults you interact with when you grow up. Grandparents, thank you for your continual love for your children, your sons-in-law, your daughters-in-law. Thank you for teaching your grandchildren our Catholic faith. You bring a gentleness and God's loving presence in a way that is much easier for you than it is for many others. I have known many grandchildren who have received their Catholic faith from their grandparents. Parents, thank you for teaching your children their prayers. Your praying together and with your children allows God to be present in your family. 
Parents, thank you for attending Holy Mass, even when it is difficult, even when you are tempted to skip because of vacation, fishing, camping, tiredness from work or other things. Thank you for making God's presence in the Holy Eucharist the center of your life. Now, this is for those of you who are married. I want to read the homily or the short sermon that I give before the, before the vows at a wedding. This is based off of a very old homily. Those of you who were married more than 60 years ago, you probably have heard some version of this at your wedding. So you would insert your names here. Dear so-and-so and so-and-so, we welcome you to this new lifelong adventure which you approach together. It is fitting that you are allowed this nearness to the altar, the place upon which Christ comes to us in the Holy Eucharist. We want this day to live always in your memory, so your church and your people open their hearts completely to you. Today, you are the king and queen with all the romance it implies. Before the whole world you hold hands unashamed and look into each other's eyes, proclaiming aloud your undying love for each other and seal it with a ring. At present, the happiness you expect is all that you can see at this happy occasion. I would not be your spiritual guide if I did not point out to you that the future will not always be as carefree as today. If you look behind you at your family and friends, the happy ones are not those who have known no pain or hardship. Rather, they are those who have found that this life is a mixture of suffering and comfort, pain and blessing, the cross and the resurrection. You must not expect something different than our beloved Lord and King. His sacrifice becomes a joy in His resurrection, and suffering proves the depth of love so that the greatest joy follows our most painful sacrifice. Think what great vocation you both are about to assume. If the priesthood must live on to bring Jesus to us through the sacraments, especially in Holy Communion, you must live your marriage to supply possible priests from whom our Lord chooses. Catholicism without your little ones would soon die away. To you and to your family and friends, I now give warning as God's witness. What God here joins together, let no one tear asunder. Father, mother, brother, sister, friends, from now on all these must be secondary. Besides tears of joy, this is also the reason for their tears today at this parting from you. You two stand here together. You would feel strange and alone without the other at your side. It must be thus for the rest of your lives. The world never again will accept one of you without the other. Fearful? You need not be. Not when you have each other for mutual cheer and to surround each other with faith and affection. And above all, the loving and watchful eyes of your Creator are now looking upon you with delight, promising that through the sacrament of marriage you are about to receive he will help you in times of struggle. As I'm sure you all know, without marriage, a culture falls apart. But with strong marriages, a culture is built up. 
All cultures are built up within the family. So today, in a very special, let's pray for our families. Let's pray that we may all grow in faith, that we may have have the grace to, to really show love to those that we find it difficult to be around. Sometimes they're our own siblings, sometimes they're our own family members. Let's pray for the grace today to love them like Jesus asks of us.